Coming live from Scottsdale, Georgia, USA is our guest this evening. Welcome to this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live, the show which ensures that you profit from your time spent here with experts, either through their industry insights, information, or simply learning from them. And today we have Ahmad Green, online marketer and entrepreneur who loves helping others achieve their dreams. Welcome to the show, Ahmad. Hey, AJ, so nice to be on, on the chat today. Excited to talk with you. And same here, same here. It's a pleasure to have you on the show. You have been in online marketing and advertising for over five years uh, with a focus on lead generation, content optimization, and PPC management. And you have generated around 10, how many zeros? 10, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0. So that makes it how much in revenue for businesses? 10 million. How much yeah, how much is that money? I'm just re reading out of what whatever little I know about your uh, revenue generation. How much is that? That is $10 million um, USD. Um, that actually is funny because I actually lost count of like how much money we actually made um, several businesses. That was one campaign um, and that was in the first two weeks. So I just try to be modest and uh, <laughs> and put 10 million plus. So it's 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 up there. The amount of money we've made so that that's a lot of money that's why you see i was taking time to count exactly you know i <laughs> i wonder how long will i take if i actually get that much of money in my hands but that's mm -hmm. a that's a great achievement my friend it's it's a great achievement when you can generate this sort of a revenue for businesses and that is where your expertise come in that is why you are the master for this master class is how to get clients you know, especially how to get high ticket clients. And that's what everybody wants. Every business wants, every consultant wants, mm -hmm. everybody, even bigger businesses, they all want high ticket clients. So how do we do that? So that's the topic as we'll be discussing today. So straight away to you, that very question itself, Ahmad, mm -hmm. how to get high ticket clients? Well, there's three really good ways, three things that you really need to do beforehand before you start attracting high high ticket clients and what I usually like to call them high value um, or really the the offer is high ticket the and the offer is high ticket as far as the price but what people get is the high value right um, and the biggest thing that you need to do is about three things you need to get people to know you like you and trust you if you do those three things it'll be real easy to actually attract high ticket clients and one of the best ways to attract high ticket clients is what I teach a lot of my students through is we have a bag game plan, a framework that we work through. But inside of that is actually the client attraction machine. You want to put together a machine that perpetually works while you're not working so you can consistently attract high ticket clients. You can do that through producing really great content and creating really great ads so it can run on autopilot for you. Right. So first was they should know you. How yep. do they... How should they know me? How would they know me if one is a very small business and trying to come up or a small consultant who's trying to build up his or her, uh, her uh, service? How does they, how do they uh, let know the client, potential client, and especially the high value ones that they exist? Yeah, you got to make yourself be known. I, I remember when I was um, growing up and, and especially around the time I started going before I went to college. I didn't go to college just to get a degree. I went to college because I wanted to create my own opportunities. That's the 
that's how I think. I, I think about creating my own opportunities. Not a lot of times people are just going to give you anything. You have to go out there and create your own opportunities. So if you want, so in that vein, if you want to be known, you have to put yourself out there. Um, you have to be able to create good content. You have to be able to facilitate things like this where you can get onto podcasts where you can speak a little bit more about your expertise. That really helps. And a lot of times it's free. And then there's also good new platforms out there. I'm I'm testing out things like TikTok and different platforms. And also staying true to the platforms that I got started with, like Facebook, and just nurturing the people that I have on that, um, on my friends list and within some of the Facebook groups that I have. Just being able to put out good content and teach. Just teach good value. If you look at it, uh, one good quote I really love is from um, Daniel Priestley's book, Oversubscribed. It says, there's no scarcity in the world for those who share abundantly. And then from the Bible, one thing, one um, really cool verse I really love is like, give and, you, and it shall be given unto you. The more we give, the more we become people of value, the more people start to get to know us, the more they start to like us, the more they start to tr trust us, the more value you can be able to give out there. Teach other people what you know share with it freely and abundantly and next thing you know opportunities will flow to you abundantly uh, from that right right you talk about content creation content optimization and that's one of the biggest ways where you can reach your potential clients or the high value clients how do you do that means everybody is creating content mm -hmm. and everybody is trying to make the best content possible yeah. Some some people are going for innovative ways, uh, you know. Uh, but but there is a limit to innovation by a, a by a, a by a businessman, a entrepreneur, or a consultant. So how do they do that? What should they do that their potential clients know them, and then they come to like them? So first, the knowing part, you you must uh, make it a bit more uh, some sort of a step by step that can be helpful for them to follow yeah so step by step first things first you want to be able to be somebody who's prepared so one thing uh even before even before we get there the mindset has to be right if you want to think about and if you want to think about i remember i was having this conversation with some friends of mine recently they were like man it's so many um most kids today in the u.s when you actually poll them uh and it was different 10 to 20 years ago to where most kids would say what job they wanted. They would say doctor, lawyer, you know, some of that stuff like that. Now, the number one job that kids want to have is a YouTuber, right? And so I was talking with them about that, and then they were like, and one of my friends who was there, he's a teacher. He was like, yeah, I was trying to tell him, like, you know, it's so many, it's just like, it's just like basketball or football. There's only but so many people who get, you know, big at this, and you, you got to be realistic. Here's the thing. The people who do really great and, and really push themselves out there and make themselves known have this, this thing I like to call irrational confidence. First, they have the mindset that if I share abundantly, have a mindset of abundance, you can be able to actually go into the marketplace, go into these different content platforms and actually be able to produce really great content and actually be valuable to other people. Because even from that same conversation, I was letting them know hey, we, we don't want to give people this lack and scarcity mindset that there's only so many spaces. Football, basketball, that makes sense. There's only but so many people that could be on an NFL roster or NBA roster at one time. But there is an infinite amount of people who could be on YouTube. 
And there's an infinite amount of people who can actually be able to glean information from you. There are there's people like Russell Brunson. There's people like Daniel Priest. There's this this priest like Myron Golden. There's so many people who do something similar to what I do. But the beautiful thing is that I do have a voice. You have to first start from I have a voice. I have something of value to share. And then that is going to flow into your content. So next step from there, get you one platform, get one platform that you really want to dig into, that you want to learn how people interact on this platform. Let's think about uh, let's think about Facebook. For instance, or matter of fact, let's do the most prominent new one, TikTok. TikTok, all these different platforms, they how people interact on them is very different. So you need to be able to learn exactly how people interact on these platforms. That's the first thing. Once you figure that out, you're going to find a few buckets of content ideas that you can do. You want to be able to have certain things that you want to do. So with TikTok, for me, I have about five buckets of I have about five buckets of content um topics that i talk about i have something called biblical business secrets i have something um where i just give certain insight and stories um sometimes where i do a window into consultation you want to be able to figure out what is working on tiktok on whatever platform that you're on find some of the top producers see what what content they get that actually gets the most views and then figure out how you can actually expand on it. Most of the content, because it's either short form or they don't get enough time to talk about it, there's so much more in a vast amount of things that you can actually put out there and actually add to it to be innovative in that sense. So first thing, mindset, think about that you have something to offer, you are valuable, so therefore your content can be valuable. Second, find a really great platform, understand it, study it, figure out how you can bring something new to what's already working, so you don't have to reinvent the wheel and then go from there and then start actually creating content and post it. And the biggest cheat code and the best thing you could do is have discipline and consistency. Just say, I'm going to make one video a day. After that, I figure out what platform I do. I'm going to make one video a day. I'm going to share what I know. I'm going to teach other people what I know in a fun way. And I'm just going to keep doing it. Right. And, and how, what do you suggest to your clients? How frequent should they post content? And, and, uh, should they go for somebody, uh, some sort of a consultant, or should uh, is it possible for them to do it themselves? Um, and when you say consultant, what do you mean by that? Anybody else, uh, any sort of a uh, independent service provider who can help them create content, even a podcaster uh, who can help them produce podcasts or any sort of a thing, or even content. Some people are not very comfortable in making video content. Or even mm -hmm. that sort of, you know, audio content, the editing part, even making making sure that it's up up to the mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So first thing, it always depends on who the person is, what type of skill set they have, um, and then their mindset first and foremost. So if um, I had a client of mine, she doesn't really like being on camera. Um, so a one good thing to start with is even if you don't like being on camera, starting off with being able to pitch yourself on the podcast or to actually go into other people because there are a lot of people in this world who are in the podcast space or have an audience and is looking for content they're looking for you if you're hearing this right now they're looking for you to be able to explain and answer questions on your expertise so um, if you actually seek these people out matter of fact you don't even have to seek that hard i got on podmatch.com and i got instantly like six messages to hop on in a hop on podcast interviews that's the first place you can start and then you can ask them for a file of that take it 
and then chop it up as you see fit as the nuggets that you get right and then the next thing from there is all right if you're at a different space where like you're a little bit more savvy um you really want to get into enhancing your content you could do that yourself or you could find different people um in the marketplace who can help you edit um it's really going to be hard to find people that's going to really make really great scripts for you so you really have to figure out how you're going to do that yourself um but there is a really cool thing that I, I walk my clients through how to actually create really great content that's going to actually help you attract clients so it's really cool and the biggest thing that I would say to somebody that wants to actually start creating more content, um, just start. It's not going to be pretty at the first at the first start. But as you continue to go and here's the biggest thing that I'm a biggest I'm a big believer of. Know your numbers and look at the analytics. Analytics is going to tell you um, and you want to look at the right analytics. Analytics is going to tell you as you're going through each and every step It's going to show you exactly what you need to improve on. Or what you need to do more of and that's something that's really big that i show people how to read the data not to get lost in the data but how to read the data to be able to make really smart decisions with your content okay okay and uh the second part is to make them like you how do you write you write on the content please like me that's like <laughs> like subscribe or follow <laughs> then this liking which is going to be actually uh -huh. your hallmark for business so how do they make you you make them like you through your content something like that you know that was perfect like just bring out yourself just be yourself that's like really the best way you're going to attract the people who are going to be attracted to you you're going to repel the people who are going to be repelled repelled from you that's okay but you got to be yourself and that's really the cool thing make jokes if you're a jokester uh, be very analytical if you're very analytical be yourself um, find ways to entertain but also just be yourself because people can read through fake they can read through fake and and disingenuous very very fast so be authentic be true to yourself and then that'll shine through and that's a way for people to like you and the more time they get to spend with you so that's the reason why you really want to start posting and start creating content because the more content you have out there the more hours and the more time that they get to spend with you so then now over time they're like hey you know i really like this person you know they speak my language and different stuff like that it's just like in re regular conversations like now, if you're unlikable to a lot of people uh, in just your regular setting, it might be kind of hard. But naturally, there's going to be people who like you. So do that. Bring that stuff out. And just there's going to be other people just like you who want to get to know you and get to know what you know. And then they'll begin to like you the more and more content that you have out there, the more time they get to sit to sit with you. Because actually, one last thing I'll say on that is it's really funny how, especially in today's age, when you look at so much content like you, you don't even realize like you're having human behavior doesn't change just because we get online. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs and marketers think that changes because we're online that people actually act a little bit differently, but they act, they act a lot of same, the same in that if they spend a lot of time with you, they're going to feel, especially through content, they're going to feel like they know you. They're going to feel like they like you. So that's just going to happen naturally. Right. Right. And the third part, is the most crucial that's the conversion part what's the third part exactly you said i could trust 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 yes because the biggest you, again mm -hmm. after like then trust yeah after that it's like it's like the first part you got their you got their eyeballs now they like you you got their heart now if they trust you you can get you know not to say this in a bad way but you can get their wallet you know like they'll be able to they'll want to purchase something for you and not in the sense that like you taking it from them but in the sense that they will 
throw it at you because they like you and know you so much. So the biggest and the biggest thing and that they trust you. So to be able to be trusted, what is that? Freely give great value, great content. Teach them something that they did not know before. And back to that same story I was talking about where we was, I was around my friends. We were talking about the YouTube stuff and all this stuff. Another friend of mine, he's a financial um, advisor. And what was so cool, he was like, man, it's so hard. Like, you know, he was asking me about it because he wants to get into the content creation and all that stuff and actually being able to um, put himself out there. And he explained, we were talking, even before that, we were talking about um, becoming your own bank. And he knows it very, very well because he has done it numerous times with different policies and different things. And he explained it in a way that I have not heard throughout the many various pieces of content that I have consumed. So that just tells you just because you're not out there doesn't mean that you don't have something of value. And people will trust you the more you show up and be authentic, the more you freely give and teach them out of the abundance of your heart. You teach them that anything that they, they would like to know, ask them whatever questions that what questions are you actually asking and answer those questions. When you do create some content, look at the comments, see if people are asking more questions like, hey, like I saw you um, talk about this, but I'm struggling with this answer that question for them. They're going to begin to trust you because they know and they feel like you are somebody who wants to actually um, help them. And, uh, oh, I forgot who who said it, but uh, I think it's Zig Ziglar but, um, or somebody. But the best way you can show people that, that you can help them is by helping them. I probably butchered it, but help people, teach them, give them value, and they'll start to trust you. Right, right. Well put, well put. Now, one question is that when you put out your content, you target it for whoever it is possible to your target audience. But then we are also talking of high value clients, high ticket clients who have got that big wallet. Mm-hmm. How do we differentiate that it's going to also those high ticket clients? Should we write on the content that, listen, this is only for high ticket clients who have got big, big wallets? How do we reach those people who actually matter for your business well there's a blunt way of doing it yeah you could do it and 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 honestly here's the thing um so rolex um when they first came out uh i forgot the name of the watch but i believe it's the oyster okay they like if you think about rolex today they're a very brand oriented brand right when you see the commercials like you're focusing on the brand you're not really focused on i don't even know the rest of the the names of the, the watches that they have, but you know the brand specifically, right? When you're first starting out and you're trying to attract high ticket clients, the worst thing you could do is try to be a brand type of person. Uh, okay. And what I mean by that is trying to be like where you have 50 years of branding, where you have just, if you don't have that reputation just yet and the social proof of being able to attract those high ticket clients, the best thing you do is exactly what Rolex did in I think 1926, this was years ago, when they first started, they put out a direct response ad and said, hey, if you like, basically in, in layman's terms, if you like this watch, here's where you come to come buy it. <laughs> you know? Right. And be specific on who this who this helps. So when, when we're talking about um, when we're talking about who do we call out? And the other thing too, I'll get to that. In, I'll get to the offer in a second. That's really important. But in, inside of your content, when you're asking people like, hey, like this is, you know, I have this offer, like only these set of people can sign up, put it in a way like, hey, okay, 
put it in a way like you, this is for people who are at XYZ. This is not for people who are XYZ. And it's not harsh. It's not mean. It's just this is the nature of the this is the nature of the matter. Because a lot of times, here's the other thing: people sign up for coaching programs and different programs and high ticket offers, and it doesn't fit them. Right. And then they feel like it's a scam, but it's really not a scam. It's just you were not there, and the marketer has to realize I need to be very specific in who I'm calling out. Then the second thing is have a really great irresistible offer. This is going to help people want to come and attract to you. Um, and attract to your offer because they really don't care much about us. They care about the offer. What would this help me do? Just like with the Rolex Oyster, it was the first um, uh, first waterproof waterproof watch. They cared about that more than they did really Rolex. Now people yeah. care about Rolex because it's a symbol, but you have to go through the process of creating that really great product and that service first. Right, I mean, you answered that very, very well initially because when I asked that question, it was actually a bit Excuse me. It was a bit confusing how exactly to differentiate because in the real world or earlier world, you had that media planning sort of a stuff. You know that these are the magazines through which you will go. These are the news cha business channels or any of the other channels that you will approach or these are the newspapers who you will target people. So that mm -hmm. used to differentiate. But online is a bit different. You, it's a it's a very different game altogether and you give very good examples in terms of how you can uh, filter out uh, your target audience, uh, uh, the real target audience for hmm. yourself, and you can actually reach them. And you do it in a very stylish manner without uh, without being without being uh, negative about it. Uh, yeah, that's exactly. that's the great way of doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right, Ahmed. So now we uh, the important part again is the lead generation. Oh, yeah. You talk about uh, how to get clients without lead generation. How sure. do you, how do you, why do you say that? And if, if at all it works, how does it work? For sure. So I'll break it down for you. So what we do, what's the most, so when I walk through people through my bag framework, the B stands for build an irresistible offer. That's the first thing we help people do. You really need to have a really great offer. That's really going to attract a lot, a lot of people to your offer. It's going to make it, make them feel you know stupid saying no you know what i mean and then the next thing is you need to attract sales opportunities when i've been when i've gone through my business and different businesses the the thing you want to get the most what is the thing that people want the most they don't want leads they don't care about leads they care about sales so you need to get sales opportunities so what's the best way to get sales opportunities especially with a high ticket offer it's on the phone so what we do we have a really great um offer we start with that we create really great ads revolving around the offer and exactly who is for who is not and what what does it do people come to the landing page that we have they figure out even more exactly what it is what it does what it's not going to do and all of that then they just book a call we okay. book a call now by nature they're going to be inside of our crm system technically as a lead but we went straight for the appointment. We we care more about these sales opportunities. And that's going to actually help you propel. Um, because when you think about the trajectory and just with webinars, with uh, fancy lead magnets and all this stuff, it takes so long for somebody to go from lead to know, like, and trust you, then to make another action, then to book a call, then to do all that. Just cut all that stuff out in the middle. And it's funny because there's a lot of psychological principles and um, 
just human behavior principles that when you make it a lot easier for people, when you give them less um, choices and you help them make the choices you really want them to make, they actually take that opposed to when you have all these different options. So when they come to our page is we sell the book a call. We sell the call. They get on the call and then we sell the offer. So that's the that's the real that's the big thing of how you actually can attract high ticket clients without lead generation. Go straight for the call and have a really great offer that's going to make make people want to actually hop on the phone with you to figure out how can they be in how can they get this offer. Right. Right, Amit. Well well put again uh, to this one also. One thing that is happening now Amit is that how does one decide on the platforms? Earlier, it was very clear. Some of the platforms were clear. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and uh, a few others. Mm -hmm. But now you see it's a very different sort of a uh, yeah. social world now. Twitter, people don't know which direction things are going. Yeah. Instagram has its own issues. Facebook is also facing its own challenges. Yeah. Uh, uh, there is some Mastodon coming. Then you go, uh, you choose. Many people are moving from Twitter to Mastodon. I don't know uh, what to learn, for to learn. So, and for uh, YouTube also, people are saying, why to put all your content into one place and you are just, uh, you need to bring traffic to your thing. How do people decide on platforms seeing today's situation? Because mm -hmm. you can build up, start with one platform, and that platform may not be just there tomorrow. Yeah. So you've got to start again from the scratch. It's all gone. So how do people walk this path? Can you, if you can throw some light. Oh, yeah, for sure. So the and I actually this is actually a really great question because I will work with people a lot with this and, and just um, especially I was working at corporate, just like let them know. Because here's the thing, like the bigger companies, they are on multiple platforms, right? And some of the big coaches and all that stuff, they tell you to niche down into one platform, but they're on multiple. But the reason being is it all depends on where you are. Where you are in your business is going to be very important to figure out which platform you are. That's first. The second thing is, so there's a difference between social platforms and search engines. People okay. think YouTube and Pinterest is, is social media is really a search engine. And the beautiful thing about that is that I would start, if I was anybody, I would start with YouTube. Why YouTube is a platform where your content is, is readily available. The thing with Facebook, Instagram, and, and Twitter, like there's a window from which your, unless it goes viral, there's a window from which your content, your post can be seen. And it's very small. But YouTube, people are actively searching every single month every single day every single minute sometimes the same thing that you have to offer inside of a content so that gives you more eyeballs so really my biggest thing is where can i get the most eyeballs and get them consistently and for me when i figure when i think about that question i think about youtube now there is like i said i've been experimenting with TikTok right now it is really cool just because of the algorithm um and that is another cool way but video is 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 creeping into like the biggest thing that you can have. But the biggest thing I would say is where can you be easily find foundable, right? Because the biggest thing we talked about at the beginning was feeling like maybe, you know, you won't be seen or, you know, why should I do all this content? The biggest thing is put yourself somewhere where people can 
see your stuff consistently and constantly instead of facebook or instagram where people see it for just a little bit on their feed and that's like the highest the uh the best uh real the digital real estate that you could get on there but with youtube they are actively pushing your content if it's good you know right right great great where people can be found easily so that brings me to the question is how can people find you easily to engage with you to know more about how what you offer how they can get your help how do they connect with you for sure where well, there's a real easy way uh, that people can connect with me and get my help you can text bag bag to 470-517-3737 once again that number is 470-517-3737 you text a bag to that number and then you'll be able to actually speak directly with me and we'll be able to get you on a call so we can actually diagnose your business and help you start attracting your next 10 high ticket clients also if you would like to just you know, follow me. You can find me on YouTube at Ahmad M. Green. You can find me on TikTok at Ahmad M. Green. Pretty much Ahmad M. Green anywhere. And you also can go to AhmadMGreen.com. Great. Great. And my last question now is that see, you are making so much of money for your clients. Those numbers are difficult to count for a simple person like me. And now you are also making enough money. Now, where do you want to reach from here? Where do you want to go from? I want to, the where I want to go is I want to be able to show people that there is a way to be able to actually incorporate Jesus Christ into your business. That's where I want to go. That's my biggest mission. The thing that I want to solve is that I want to help other people know exactly um, what's our purpose, where we're from. Uh, what, what it is that we're here on this earth to do, and that's to serve and help other people as well as we um, watch and lo love ourselves and love the creator um, that created us. So for me, that is that's where I want to go from here. It's not really big about the numbers. I want to take care of myself, take care of my family, uh, take care of my clients. I just really I really just want to serve. I want to serve people at the highest level. And that's what I want to do. On this note, it's a wrap on this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live. Thank you so much indeed. No problem. Thank you so much for having me.